Here's the situation, Rush. I'm going to name some champions and a meal of the day. I want you to tell me what you think they ate for that meal. Oh, I love that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm Rush Howell. I'm TJ Jagodowski. And this is Here's the Situation, a real podcast about hypothetical situations. And this week, our theme, TJ, yes. is breakfast and champions. Yes. Breakfast and champions. Uh, so we, we did a couple weeks ago back-to-back Hemingway puns. Now we're doing back-to-back Vonnegut puns. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, play on words. Yeah, I mean, Vonnegut play on words yeah. for sure, if not puns. Yeah. Things that are loosely associated with uh, Vonnegut. <laughs> and I will say, on our last episode, TJ, I said it's important that you under-promise and over-deliver and not over-promise and under-deliver. Yes. And I'm going to violate that right now and tell you I'm excited for this episode. You're excited jazzed. You're jazzed about the situations. And they're I am. I'm I'm excited. And they're meaty. I've been I have been informed, Rush, that you are only gonna do three. That you even considered yeah. maybe just doing two, but but I'm gonna do four of my shitty shitty situations so that we can we can allow for these three bingo bango boffo ones to all to all uh, get off. Yeah, I don't know that I would say mine are gonna be uh, yours will be shitty, but I'm yes. not saying that mine yes. will be uh, my first one is is pretty short, but uh, I'm excited. Let's let's get right into All right. and champions. Here we go. Here's the situation. Rush, you lost your job. Oh, yeah, shit. you're you're down on your luck, and you're looking for employment. So you start to scour the city looking for help wanted signs, and you see one at a diner. Rush that is looking for a short order cook. You go in, apply, and they say, "Hey, hop on behind the counter, stand at the stove. I'm going to call out some diner orders, and you serve up." That stuff at the pass, all right? So let Rush, for the sake of the situation, let's assume you can cook. I want to know yeah. what you cook up when you receive the following orders. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to like quiz me on what no. goes into certain dishes. No. That was going to be Would not do it. remarkable. Yeah, this, I mean, this is basically just you as a waiter spy in disguise, mm-hmm. you know, but... It's it's just kind yeah. of a a sadder big a sadder front up that you lost your job. So, uh, um, so they're going to give you these diner really orders. All that positivity that I had at the start of this episode. <laughs> yeah, pop. Gone. I want to take that take that air out of your balloon a little. Um, yeah. So the first order you and you just tell me what you end up you know not how you prepared it just what ends up on the plate being handed over yeah. the pass and like I said we'll assume you can cook the uh, she says hun get me a confused cow. Oh, okay. Uh, confused cow is um, it's a it's a, a two and two, uh, two <laughs> tall glasses of whole milk oh, and and two T-bone steaks. Okay, all right. Yeah, she says great. That's exactly what that is. Um, now, now, rush. Uh, they want you to put a Kermit versus Car up on uh, up on the counter there. Kermit versus Car. Yep. Kermit versus Car. Okay. Um, so uh, we put some, we get some green food coloring. Okay. We put some green, and we, we make green eggs. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then um, uh, I believe Dr. Seuss's real name is, uh, what is it? Theodore Geisel. Geisel. Um, I was going to try to get somewhere with that, but I can't. <laughs> so, so we're going to do. Uh, Green eggs and car, uh, so it's like it, it's basically you get three scrambled green eggs, two pieces of bacon, uh, two pieces of sausage, and uh, you also get a free oil change. Oh, oh, really? That's nice. That's a that's a great. For, what does that go? What does that go for? 
Oh, it's not. It's not the. Uh, it's not where you get your your oil change in your car. It's oh, okay. What like high school high school wrestlers call when they put your their thumb up your butt. Oh, nice. Still, hey, still, what is that? What does that cost? Yeah, <laughs> either way, it's free. Either way, it's about fifty bucks. Diner. Um, how about a, a um? Yeah, she asked you to make up a a German shake. Oh, German shake. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So it's going to be um, chocolate shake. Okay. With some chocolate cake <laughs> dropped into the chocolate shake, and then you get that with a side of uh, two two like a. Uh, a bratwurst cut in half. Oh boy, <laughs> yums! That's All right, kind of the Aust- Austrian version. <laughs> yeah. All right, she says uh, next she wants a, a little pudding and put it through the car wash. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh man, that's terrible. <laughs> I, I don't know why anybody would order that because <laughs> put it through the car wash is where you take uh, usually like an egg and potato style dish. And you and you just drop a bunch of uh, sausage gravy all over it. Oh, okay. So that's that's going through the car wash. That like white and, that like white biscuit gravy that like white country. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so it comes out just just bathing in that stuff. And little little pudding is a bad one uh, to mix in there. <laughs> oh no! Because yeah, little pudding is is a vanilla custard. Oh, it is so just like, little pudding. It is just pudding. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah, white on white. That's white on white right there. Yeah, Vanilla that's custard wrong. with that's a, bad, oh. that's a bad order. Double check that they meant what they ordered. Okay. Um she uh two more. She asked for a, a Burton and Taylor. Or a Taylor and Burton. Either either one. Yeah. Now that I'm gonna I'm gonna get, get chopping uh, <laughs> right away. So the Burton and Taylor is uh, it's it's a double order of hash browns okay. scattered. Uh, it's smothered out with some onions, um, and then uh, the like the the wedding ring uh, within there is uh, is like it's just enormous uh, or not enormous, sorry, very relatively small little chocolate chip pancake oh, that you okay. drop into. It's just a little taste of sweet inside of uh, of all of this uh, mound of hash browns. But then, uh, so that then, then what happens though is you take it to excess. So you, you, if you're like, if I want a Burton and Taylor, it, it almost everybody gets it to excess. So then that's where it starts. <laughs> then then you put the following on there. You start with you start with four slices of American cheese that Ooh. we can just keep in, in the square right on top of the hash brown. So you just have that little square of the cheese on there. It's just, it's the same size square for high. It's not, it's not like, Oh, okay. Spread out. Okay. Gosh. Okay. It's almost like the little chop chocolate pancake is in the middle of a moat. Okay. uh, American cheese slices around it. Yeah. I thought just out of spite, you kept them all stacked. So like the top didn't, didn't melt or something. Oh, okay. Good. That's a, uh, yeah, that's a Lenny Bruce. Uh, no. So then there's, um, then, then, then we take some of our uh, hot chili mm. and we ladle out the chili on top of that. So we put that right on top of the uh, the cheese there when we're going to excess. And then we take a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, the truffle salt that we use for our truffle fries back Ooh. here. Ooh. And we we put that uh, we put that along the top of it as well. Then we take jalapenos, uh, okay. uh, sliced jalapenos. 
and put a ring of those uh, around the top of that. Then we get a little oh. small bag of tortilla chips. Oh. Spread those around the outside so you can pick that up. Oh, no. Then on top of that, we put oh. four slices of American cheese. Oh, no. So, so eight total. Yeah. So same same order. Now it's on wow. top of the chili. And that's because you need a barrier between the chili and the slow-cooked pork shoulder. Oh, that no. Get, that we take. Oh. It's just fall off the bone. Oh, it's, no. It's spread, uh, spread apart. We, we just dabble some of that pork shoulder. Uh, oh. all around uh, the outside of it. And then that created a oh. little bit of a hole in the center, which we call the uh, guac volcano. Oh, okay. And you take, you put, you put like a, a little bit of guacamole uh, right in there. And then you adorn that guacamole oh, with no. our famed chicken salad. No. Like a little scoop of no. chicken salad on the top. That is the Burton oh, no. Taylor taking the excess. This is like a, it's like a breakfast that went through, through like a werewolf change to nachos and then killed a pig and a chicken. Oh yeah, it's got it all. I mean, you know, she got married seven times, so there's a, there's an ingredient for each. Uh, husband. It makes me shudder to ask with with how how ample that portion was. What this last dish is? What's a hobo banquet? Oh no! All right, so the hobo banquet you start with a Bertha Taylor taking the excess. The end. Lights, lights. We're not. I'm not gonna make you. I'm not gonna make you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, great. Oh man, one bean. Right. I thought you were gonna say one bean cut in half. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hobo, hobo banquet. All right, so uh, uh, all right, TJ. Here's the situation. I love it. Uh, I'm gonna ask you. We're gonna we're gonna go back to the 1980s because Breakfast and Champions made me think of Breakfast sure. of Champions. Yep, which was the slogan for Wheaties. Yes. And I went to a uh, website and found uh, their 13 memorable taglines from the 1980s. Okay. And we're just going to see, of the 13, how many you can get to say what product or brand they were for. All right. How many going in, over or under, how many do you think you're going to get? They're all pretty famous, but they're they're not all gimmies. Yeah. I was paying attention to a lot of TV. I wasn't necessarily paying attention to ads. I would have been like 9 to 19, or roughly. So, without being too overconfident, I would, I'd say, if the, if you set it at, if you set the line at 9.5, I'd, I'd take the over. I think, I, oh, I would okay. like to say I'll get 10 or 11. Nice. Great. Um, and, and I will blanket, bleep it out, blanket if, if, if the name is in there, right? So if it was Coke sure. is it, you know, I'd say blank is it. You got it. All right, so here we go. All right. Uh, let's kick it right off with Where's the Beef? Wendy's. That was the Clara Peller, Clara Peller commercial. That is right. Nice. Well done. Um, I don't want to grow up. I'm a blank kid. That's a Toys R Us kid with Jeffrey G. Raff. That is absolutely right. Uh, and if you know the actress featured in the very first one, I'll give you. A, I a do not movie. know the first first Toys R Us commercial, or yeah, Jenny Jenny Lewis oh. knows who that is. <laughs> um, next one is so kiss a little longer, hold hands a little longer, hold tight a little longer, longer with big red, that big red oh. freshness lasts right through it. Sometimes that goes on and on while you chew while it. You chew it, yep. so say goodbye to something, something, and you <laughs> stay a little longer. Yep. Uh, very good. So you are three for three. Um, 
Here's to good friends. By the way, oh, I hope you have Lowenbrow. Here's to good friends. Tonight is kind of special. The beer will pour. Must be something more somehow. So tonight, tonight, let it be Lowenbrow. No, don't have Lowenbrow. I know the second verse. I know the second verse never played in a commercial. I had the full song. Go ahead. Wow. Yeah. Um, I have been to the Lowenbrow tent at Oktoberfest. Is that the one where you got snuck in by your buddies? Uh, no. Oh, that okay. Was the, uh, <laughs> that was the Hofbrau house tent. Ah. But the, uh, the, the Lowenbrow tent has this huge lion on the outside of it that every like 45 seconds just tilts his like mug back and goes, <laughs> Lowenbrow. <laughs> Grey Poupon. Very good, very good. Now this is the first one I thought you might miss. This ne- this this one coming up. This next one coming okay. up. Okay. By Menon. Um. Yep. Uh. Not speed. Speed. It's uh. I'm leaning towards speed stick, but give me one second. I'm gonna go with speed stick. I will give it to you. I will give you that. Um, it was really after aftershave. Oh, okay. Was the, the main one, but they did then throw the by men in on the back end of the speed stick. Oh, okay. Uh, commercials as well, so you you do get you do get the points. All right, so you might you you may hit a thousand here. I thought you wouldn't get that one. Um, I've fallen and I can't get up. Famous line, but what was the product? Life alert. That is absolutely correct. Ooh. When it absolutely positively, positively has to be there. First of all, can you can you finish it? Absolutely can positively has to be there overnight. Um, that should be FedEx. That is FedEx. Well done. Still batting a thousand. Uh, 800-588-2300. Empire. Still going. Yeah. Still <laughs> batting. I are they national? Because I I never saw those back home in Massachusetts. I ended up when I saw them. I assumed they were a Chicago company. Are they are they bigger than that? They had them in Atlanta. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right. I did not know this next one. Okay. I probably won't either. I don't know. If you dare wear short shorts, we wear short shorts. I think you got to use. You might have to use Nair. That's right. Yeah. That's right. If you dare wear short shorts, it's nair for short shorts. Yeah, that's a depilatory. Uh, that's an awful smell. Um, that That's a, t- a horrific smell. Um, it smells like lady. Have you ever smelled that, like an older lady getting a perm? <laughs> no? Oh. Yeah, probably. Okay. Probably. It, it, <laughs> like, times that by three or four, and that's what nair smells like when someone's using it. I think it, mm. like, acid burns the skin off of you. So it's yeah. just burning I, hair. I went with my grandmother to for her to get her hair cut, and I, I read, like, my grandparents had this great thing where they had a leather-bound uh, set of what were called the 100 Great Novels in America, or no, in World History. Okay, yeah. Novels. And, um, you know, you, I would go over to their house, and they would let me, you know, basically check one of those out at a time. And, like, that's where I first read Sherlock Holmes and, Ivanhoe and uh, a bunch of them, but Moby Dick 
uh, I mm. could not get through. Mm. But I, I, I did take Moby Dick off the shelves and went with my grandmother while she got her hair done. Woo. And uh, maybe smelled some nair at that point. I don't know. Yeah, you probably, you know, like, I don't think, I mean, Moby Dick, in my opinion, is tough to enjoy anyway. If you combine it with the sensory, the sensory uh, olfactory sense of someone getting a perm, then you're really not going to like Moby Dick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. My, my grandparents' house, though, but that was my mom's mom and dad. Uh, that was a very fun, very fun house. To yeah. To. Loved it. Um, my grandfather used to, he loved playing cards, so we played cards all the oh, time. Oh, that's he, a good also, grandpa. He would play the piano, and he played the piano beautifully, but he only knew like four songs. So he had like learned, you know, but they were like serious songs, like with a lot of like pedal work and both hands going and, you know, <laughs> they, they 11 minute long songs. And so you would think like he could play anything, you know, and then you'd be like, ah, oh, what, what about this? And Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Those are two great, those are two great grandpa skills. Yeah. I thought you were going to say maybe like blue harmonica or something like that. Uh, Georgia grandpa just like, no, he did grow up on a farm in, uh, in Georgia and, uh, what kind? went on to be uh, a Navy pilot and an architect wow. and a, uh, uh, owned his own insurance company. What kind of farm true, rush? True Renaissance man. What kind of farm livestock crop? Uh, if so what crop don't know the crop, but okay. it, was, it was a bunch of different crops. And then, uh, my grandmother also grew up, they, they, he, he was, a, both of them were on farms, different areas. And, uh, anyway, um, my, uh, my, my mom will be very upset with me that I don't, I can't tell you exactly. He, his was a little bit, frankly, less farming. He was up on uh Tate mountain or something. Well, I anyway, think you had to rotate. Uh, you probably got to rotate those crops anyway, or you deplete the soil of the, of the same nutrients. So like you rotate off in like soybean through corn, through, you know, whatever, different crops, different, different times. Yeah. Uh, and then he would years. grow piano sheet music. For, uh, <laughs> but but of only year. one of, but only four songs. <laughs> yeah. That's why, but it was only a quarter of the year. That's why he did Right. Rotate through, rotate from. <laughs> and then he had the, he had the, all the Scott Joplin stuff. He could play all that. And that was the one no thing. And then he would kidding. have his bench, you know, the, he could probably play, I mean, four songs is hyperbole. He could probably play 25 songs, but. You know, you'd bring him something else. He'd be like, I don't know. That. Man, if you bust through some like serious ragtime, you are going to convince someone that you can play anything at all. Oh. If you're playing stride yeah. piano and, and, you know, you'd be like, oh, this guy's, this guy must know everything. Yeah. I mean, it's the stuff he could play. You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be like, oh, let me just pick up this song. It was like that, right. the song that became <laughs> the kind of United Airlines jingle taking us back to on topic uh. here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, so the next one here is uh, this is your brain on drugs. So the only hard part about that is knowing the exact name of the uh, organization for that ad. Okay. Um, hmm. I associate it with the with like the just say no campaign, but maybe it wasn't. Um, um, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Um. Oh, dare. No, it was okay. Partnership for a Drug-Free America. Okay, sounds right. Sounds right. Partnership for a Drug-Free America. Uh, so you still only one miss, so you're still very good shape to hit the over. Uh, and the next one, not hard. Be all that you can be. Be all that... Is that the U.S. Army? That is indeed all the right. U.S. Army. So you are nine for the first... Uh, or, no, you're ten for the first eleven, and here's the last two. All right. Uh, the choice of... a Choice of new a new generation. generation. I think that's what Pepsi went with. That is correct. All right. 
during during the cola wars of the 80s <laughs> not to be confused Man. with the cold war hey rush how many buddies did you lose in the cola wars uh, well a couple some anybody the, that ordered a pepsi in atlanta uh, would be lost to us forever some of the greatest of our generation we lost to that in those cola wars i buried a lot of buddies in the cola wars man yeah and, and then and the, it was you know it was uh there was no combat, and no. it was still so intense. Buddy, we went right from the Cola Wars to the war, like war on drugs. We then we then we were all caught up in the war on illiteracy. Then we got in, we were in the long distance wars. Then the late night late night talk show wars. Oh, we just oh. our childhood was just fraught with violent violent conflict. Yeah, we are the the greatest generation. Yeah, without a doubt. I fought for Letterman for years. I, I fought yeah, I fought buddy. for Letterman. Yeah. Uh, final one to see if you can go 12 out of 13. We will sell no wine before, before it's, it's time. Um, if those are the one that Ernest, uh, I think Orson Welles did them. I think that was uh, Ernest, uh, Ernest and Julio Gallo. I think it was Gallo Wines. Paul Masson. Ah, damn it. Paul Masson. And you got to watch that. It's a great YouTube where he's like, uh, 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 California champagne. Champagne is noted for its excellence. Uh, the California champagne. It's fermented in the bottle. That's a great. That's great. Uh, well done. Eleven for thirteen. You hit your over. I hit the over. All right. Did you think I overreached with the over at ten or eleven when I when I? When no, I I, my it. guess was you were going to get 11. Oh, you you would have been dead on the number, man. But I thought you were going to get Paul Masson and not get... Uh, you, you impressed me with uh, by Menon. I, oh, okay. I had no idea what Menon... By Menon was like a bad slogan because it doesn't actually remind you mm-hmm. of what the damn product is. Yeah, it's, just, it's, hey, it's weird. It's just like, best. hey, we're Johnson & Johnson. What do you make? Don't worry about it, man. We'll see you later. <laughs> right. Just buy it if you see it. <laughs> All right, Rush. Um, all right. Here, this is usually where I tuck my kind of uninteresting one, the kind of more like sort of philosophical one. So here we go. Breakfast of Champions also put me on mind of the Wheaties, which put me on mind of Bruce Jenner. And I tried to come up with a situation like, does anyone have a more interesting kind of two things they were known for than Bruce than Bruce Jenner? But I couldn't come up with like a way to to phrase that. So that I moved on to the Kardashians and then to just fame sort of as a concept, how we as a society have come to like worship fame. And like some people, we don't even know what they do. They're just famous somehow, like like the Kardashians yeah. outside of the dad, you know, like I'm not sure what anyone did. Um, and now we have like all these competitions and reality it's shows. Like royal family almost kind of type of thing. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, you know, for just being kind of rich and and good looking or whatever, I, I, I guess, right? Um, yeah. And so you just kind of like, you know, there's the... That we have come to, I don't know, it's aspire, strive, or whatever, to fame through whatever, like eating roaches on an island, you know, like for mm-hmm. the, for for that sake. Here's the situation, Rush. Um, in its proper place on a scale of things to aspire to, let's say, on your proper scale of things to aspire to, what are the two qualities or concepts that are like higher, more, more worthy of aspiration than fame? And what are the couple that are like right after fame on your list of proper aspirational hopes, goals, concepts, or what have you? And you want the two closest bordering it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll just sandwich it. I mean, even if you do like, I don't know if there's, I, I 
I first thought, because like maybe I thought this would be too short, but um, if you just want to do the one before, the one, the one after, or maybe one that, you know, you would think maybe people would be surprised that you put before or after, but kind of, I guess it's sort yeah. of sussing out where, you know, where you place fame on an aspirational list. Yeah. While I'm thinking about it, I will say that the Trump presidency has made me um, uh, more... Um, Respectful is not the right word, but more um, uh, what's what cautious of the power of fame. (laughs) No, no, well, certainly that, but but specifically, it's made me uh, understand better why there are some benefits to having the royal family in 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 England. Because I think that having the royal family helps get that. TMZ bullshit out of the way so that real people can oh, okay. go gotcha. and govern. Gotcha. And so I, I almost, I wonder like, wouldn't it be better if we had a Royal family and like Trump could go do that? Gotcha. Humanity. And you can focus and on we, that for your tabloid magazines and for your yeah, celebrity he, he, he gossip. Famous, and right? yeah, Cause that's what he really wants. Right. right? I mean, it certainly seems that way, but in any case, um, look, I think that, the aspiration of fame is an interesting one. I think you you have an idiosyncratic um, uh, distaste for fame, mm-hmm. um, which as I get older, I, bec- I, I I get more and more to where you are on that topic. But like you've been there for you know a long time. Like I think you you truly were. I mean, people say that they don't care that they're not interested in being famous. I think you, you truly were there very early on in, in life in a, in a real way, you know? And um, and, and let I, me say, if I've had any amount of fame, it's been, it's been, it's a very small, small, small amount. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not of, of interest to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that you're famous. I'm just saying right. that you, I, I don't think that that's something you ever sh- strived for strove for whatever the right right past tense of that is um and strove you know that doesn't sound right yeah stroked <laughs> uh, it's one of those irregular irregular verbs strive strived stroked <laughs> stroked uh so look in terms of so uh, look i think fame is it's a tough one right because i think people lie about it a lot i think people would like to most people would like to be famous there's no doubt about that. To what end, um, Rush? Uh, like sometimes I wonder that. Like to what? For what purpose? S- to be? What does like the uh, being recognized or whatever do for you? That's positive. It just just an ego boost to you know, like for someone walking things. by in the I street think, to I, be I, like, I, hey. There's a lot of reasons. Okay. Right. Like um, one is opportunity, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that these are. Um, true or not, I'm just mm-hmm. saying these these are the motivations, right? You're asking about the motivations, not whether those motivations are justifiable Correct. or whatever. Correct. But one of the motivations is opportunity. I'm famous. I can do all these things that I otherwise would not be permitted to do. Okay, that's one. Okay. The second one is uh, longevity. At some point, I'm going to die. I'm going to not matter. That's terrifying. If I'm famous, it's more likely that my legacy lives on um, and you know, I, I will, I, I will have that, that 
sort of immortality that I can't otherwise achieve. Maybe I can achieve it through children, but one way I can achieve it is through fame. Another one is um, simply notoriety, right? Like I want to feel like I matter while I'm alive. Fuck what happens when I die. I'm interested in being well-known everywhere. I want to be noticed. I don't want to feel, you talked about uh, a couple episodes ago, that feeling of uh, insignificance now that you paired that with a different Mm -hmm. feeling when you were standing on the beach. But one of the feelings was I have terrible insignificance uh, washing over me as I realize how small I am in this whole universe. And even in, even in our world, even our community. And so, you know, it's nice when you're the, uh, you get the Holy Oak parade, you know, the grand marshal of that, right. It's just, it's fun. It's nice to be in a position where everybody says, ah, that person did something that is good. And I applaud that. Right. It's, it's, it's like, think about any video game, any, uh, you know, any, any role-playing game or whatever you always like create characters. And one of the things that they try to achieve is reputation and fame. Right. And right. Right. Sort of right. So, <laughs> so those are all, I think motivations are, I'm sure there's other motivations like uh, economic motivations and, um, power motivations and so forth. But, uh, you know, a lot of them, I think it's hard for people to assess, uh, the perils versus, or then the pitfalls versus the benefits of fame until you truly have it. And then there's all sorts of levels of fame. And I think it's probably nice to be like a little famous and probably rough to be unbelievably famous and probably entirely world altering, you know, to be anywhere beyond like a, a 91 on the fame scale. Right. right. So, Anyway, uh, to, to try to answer your question, things that I think, you know, you should aspire to that I would rank higher or lower than fame. Um, uh, I don't really know. Uh, I mean, I think most things would be kind of clearly one or the other to me. Like, you should aspire to be um, respected. I think that's higher than fame mm-hmm. significantly so. You should aspire to be um, uh uh, like socially conscious that's more important than fame and by a long shot you what should aspire to be uh responsible above or below fame and close or not close like uh hygienic i would say that's a good one is that uh, near like a, same kind of stakes or is it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna say like I don't know, a little bit above. Okay. Not 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 hugely above. Uh, you know, I'd say like, it, if your if your goals are like wealth versus fame, I suppose that's kind of an interesting question because like they often come hand in hand. Yeah, and with both of them, you can you can like kind of create like a selfless motivation where you say, "Well, I want my." I want to be philanthropic or I want my children to do well after I passed on and wealth can help with that. Um, But, you know, I think both of the, you know, maybe I would say that like wealth would be slightly above fame because I think it's a little easier to craft a less selfish narrative for wealth than fame. Uh, Fame uh, is almost, uh, fame is a very selfish, I think maybe powerful could be like um, low, a little slight, a small peg below. Like I'm a little more worried. I'm, I'm worried about anybody that's like 
super enamored with fame or super enamored with power, right. but more worried about the latter. Here's a quality we spoke of one time, um, courteous or, or politeness. Is that is that around there? I, w- I would say that <laughs> I'm going to have a higher respect for people that strive to be courteous and polite than for people that strive to be famous. But, you know. Yeah. It, I mean, it's a tough, it, it is a, it is a tough question, I guess. And I think you've, in speaking about the, you know, in speaking about your feelings on fame or your impression of fame, I think we got, I think we got what I was looking for is just to where it yeah. falls on the, on the big board of things to be, I don't know, respected or, or aspire, you know, aspirational or, or what have you. I, I don't have any problem with, with the, the general concept of, of wanting to be famous, of, of aspiring to be famous. However, it is a uniquely selfish want. Mm-hmm. And so um, if you put a desire for fame on a pedestal such that it, inf- you know, it, it, it blocks you from being able to achieve other things in life, then I think that can lead to, I mean, look, I mean, again, you know, Trump is maybe a perfect example, right? Where, fame has replaced all aspects of like common decency or right. any, any real humanity. Like it's, it's all removed. And instead we have this weird bubble, you know? Um, and some really, uh, in a very corrupted sense, some very violent acts were done for the, for the sake of them, of someone wanting their name known, you know, uh, that infamy was the same as, you know, yeah. Um, that you know, like oh, that, that, sure. that can yeah, be corrupted point, in that right? sense like, too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, whatever, stalk Jodie Foster to try to get, you know, that, yeah. that, that sort of insanity. Right. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there, there is a. <clears throat> in fact, I'm always worried about that. To be honest, like, you know, it's one of those things where, like, when these terrible things happen, one of your first thoughts is, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. I'm, I'm surprised more people don't do more horrible things just to just for the, the high of, all right, well, I'll, I'll at least get my name in the history books. And otherwise right. it wouldn't have mattered. And I think that's so, why, uh, you know, there's a, there's a fairly strong or, you know, a movement I've heard of usually from victims, families of things like that to ask that the perpetrators names not be mentioned in the news story that they don't put their picture up. They don't say, you know, they say an assailant or whatever that they don't say yeah. this person's name from this place, you know, so that, that, um, that um impetus or that that you know carrot is removed from you know from one of the from possibly being one of the reasons someone would want to do something like that so yeah but good luck with that yeah Doesn't right work. yeah nope. all right rush save us save right. us from this from this sad hole with one of these one of these hotsies all right and you weren't wrong about the DJ. first one baby it, it was it DJ. was smoking good fun hit me babe yeah here we go. Here All right. We go. Here's the situation. Yes. You are going to have to decide the champion of champions. Ooh. And the way this works is the eccentric billionaire feels a little bad. Because oh. he's put you through some rough stuff at different times. So he says, you know what? You can take part in this thing I'm going to do. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I don't trust so him. I don't trust him says, so far, Rush. I, you know, like, What's that? I don't trust. I like. It'd be weird. It's, it's weird for me to think he has a conscience. And... That if he says this is going to be fun, it's tough for yeah. me to to just kind of trust that. Hey, well, that's you. You may not, but you, you're 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 involved whether you want to be or not. That's okay. Part of, yeah. Part right. Of I know. I'm my first involvement so is. Yeah. 
<laughs> may, may as well make the best of it. Yeah. So the eccentric billionaire has rounded up 10 of the greatest athletic champions of all time in their prime somehow. Wow. Like you're not sure if he's got like holograms or what this guy's doing, but he's got 10 great athletic champions in their prime. And what he's going to do is he's going to put them through a test uh, to see who is the champion of champions. Okay. So he's going to have them do uh, eight separate events. And he's and after each event, you you eliminate the last place finisher in that event. Wow. And so we go until there's only two champions left, and then they battle head to head in a two out of three contest at the end. Good, so great. So we're going to see who is the greatest champion. And and as we do these, um, he wants your opinion on how it's all going to turn out, right? Okay. You know, make some odds or what have you. So I'm going to give you the ten names. Yep. And you should write these down because they're going to come up a bunch. All right, I'll write them down. Tiger. Tiger Woods. Okay. Tom Brady. Yep. Michael Jordan. Okay. LeBron James. Okay. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Roger Federer. Okay. Michael Phelps. Yep. Babe Ruth. Yep. Usain Bolt. Okay. And Secretariat. Okay. This is our 10, and, and they're going to get eliminated in these events. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name the event for you. And the events aren't any specific sports. He thinks that would be unfair, although yep. some of them are kind of close to certain sports. And all I need you to do is we're going to eliminate one person in each. One of these great champions is going to get eliminated, unfortunately, every time. Um, and I'd like you to have a little fun with it. So don't just tell me who's going to finish last. Talk me through it a little bit. Be like, all right, these are people that are definitely not going to lose out and then yep. we work our way down to the bottom, right? Yep. So, first event, 400-meter dash. We start with a with a foot race. 400 okay. meters, he thinks that's the most fair distance. Who is out? Uh, Brady. Oh, so you did exactly what I asked you not to do. You went right to... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Brady's going to be out in round one. He's going to beat Babe Ruth. Yeah, well, you, you know, he's going to lose yeah. to Babe Ruth. Babe's got those little Peggy, those Peggy little steps. I, I just want to see the top of the board. I want to see Bolt versus Secretariat. That's all I. That's all I. All I want to see. I love Secretariat's chances. Yeah, right? I mean, in the early handicapping of this, I'd be like, ooh, when you got to Secretariat, like Secretariat could win this thing. But man, if you have to hold anything, like yeah. if there's anything and, that lifts weights, like Secretariat, you know, is 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 Dunsky. And before you even started, like, as I'm thinking like, okay, the champion of champions in my head is like, maybe I think Gretzky might be the greatest at his sport than anyone else who has ever been at their, at their sport. Yeah. But I don't know how Wayne is in anything off, anything off ice. Um, okay. But I think Babe Ruth with these, like maybe, maybe, all, you know, like maybe I'm just thinking of all those old films that were a little sped yeah. up, but he had those peggy little, those peggy little steps, tick, 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 tick. Um, yep. and you know, and Tom is, you know, famously lumpy looking in his, in his, uh, in his, um, combine, okay. uh, combine thing. So. All right. Well, Brady is out. Yeah. Brady is out. And, and the eccentric billionaire points out he, he selected the 10 champions and then somebody else selected the 10 events. So he had no idea how okay. it would all play out. No idea whatsoever. Um, and I think I think the next one is a little unfair. Oh, no. And the, uh, hands? The next one is Something with hands? Most most times bench pressing 225 pounds. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, like 200 pounds. Like, he can't, he can't do it. The poor guy... 
the the poor guy can't do it. I hate to see him. I hate to see him go. Um, because you know of my yeah. soft spot for for the four yeah. for the four legged for the quadrupeds in the world, but the poor guy, you could load it on his back and he could run it around for you without without you know. What would that be? Yeah. Two jockeys, two and a yeah, half jockeys, two and a, two and a quarter jockeys. He could like, take two and a quarter no jockeys around there, you know, like uh, yeah, breaks okay. breaks my heart. But we gotta wave goodbye. Okay. So we're heading into the next event, and we've got Tiger, MJ, LeBron, Wayne Gretzky, Federer, Phelps, Babe Ruth, Usain Bolt. That's who remains. Is it, and, I don't know. I mean, like obviously, I know he can play. For five hours, stop and go, swinging his arms. I I've never I don't know enough about tennis, so I'm going to be working a little bit blind just on my assumpt- assumptive athletic abilities of Roger of Roger Federer. I mean, That's obviously, right. I know he's got to be in incredible shape, but um, but yeah, I'll be very fast, kinda... not particularly strong. Probably was a little lucky that the horse was in the bench press. <laughs> okay. <you know? laughs> um, I don't know what I don't know what Bolt can put. I mean, Bolt's built for speed. He's not built. He's not uh, built for. For popping two hundred off his chest, you he's know, he's a strong guy. Man. Okay, he's like six three. He's a big dude. That's a long. Yeah. you don't want those long him, arms man. though when you're lifting heavy weights. You you know, like I don't think you want a lot of real jointy arms. You know, well we'll see. Yeah, we'll hey, see. It would have been interesting if if not for a horse yeah. being part of the bench press. My presumptive my presumptive favorite Bron Bron here. I think don't mind two hundred pounds on a on a bar. Wow. Yeah. LeBron, look, Tiger, MJ, LeBron, yeah. Phelps and Bolt, in my opinion, very safe in this bench press. But, yeah. uh, you know, uh, who knows? Who knows? But now here we are to the next one, which is you got to go to the base. You, you get to the base of Mount Kilimanjaro and, and it's a speed hike to the top. OK, so Mount Kilimanjaro, famously relatively easy. It's not a technical climb, but it's still a long climb. Uh, you know, it takes you can take days. I, I believe to get up to the top of this mountain in in Africa, tallest peak in Africa. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's an endurance challenge. Uh, who, who's safe? Who's ba- and who, who's I mean, who's in some trouble here? B- based only on the fact that he probably put away three quarters of a case the night before. Adios, Bambino. Here, I don't think. All right, <laughs> all right, okay, Babe Ruth. He's dragging two hundred and fifty pounds up this up this, you know, with air getting thin and and stuff and stuff like that. I got no problem with uh, with Usain's uh, lung capacity being able to take yeah. you know being able to take air at that at that at that height. Um, yeah. I'm guessing. And I apologize to our soccer fans. I mean, we probably should have had you know Messi or Ronaldo or somebody in there, but I know you're not a huge soccer fan. Absolutely, so would, you know. shooting in the dark. I bet yeah, you, I bet you, Michael be Phelps better, too. Right? The lung capacity of Michael Phelps is going to be is going to be primo as far as as far as going up a hill like a no hill like this. trouble. Yeah. Phelps, Phelps, and his stride is so long. He's just, yeah. you know, it, like Bolt will probably get get there slower than Phelps yeah. up to the top of this mountain. <laughs> and I can see. I mean, Tiger is a machine. Yeah, like Tiger's going to get up there. He's got the back problems or whatever. But this it is prime. Sure. All right. Uh, so we got only seven remaining, and here we go. Next is. This is a little callback to one of our early episodes, TJ. Oh, he's got to uh, fight a wildcat to the death. No, I oh, wish. Uh, okay. <laughs> I should have. I should have done that, but I didn't. Instead, it's pick any three balls and throw them the furthest combined. Ooh. Right? So you're gonna get to pick three balls, throw them as far as you can. Who's out there? And and first, who who's safe? Who do you know is going to throw these balls plenty of distance? Um. Well, I mean, Michael should. I. I but I'm pretty sure I have like an awful. 
like first pitch image in my head for Jordan, even though he played, even though he played the game at you know at a professional level. I'm not worried about Michael uh, at all. And no, he's good. He's yeah. safe. Um, who I am worried about, and uh, and I think I'm worried about Usain, and I'm actually worried about I'm worried about Wayne. Um, yeah, I don't know if Wayne throws anything has ever thrown anything. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. not, I'm not sure, but it could be the thing like, Hey, you know, it turns out he came up playing, you know, he was actually a better lacrosse player for a while than he was a, you know, a hockey player. Um, I'm, I'm worried about him. I'm worried about him both, but because Usain's skill is so specialized, I think I'm, I think, I think we say goodbye to Mr. Bolt. Adios. Yeah. And who knows? Uh, someone's going to write and be like, no, actually, like, guy can throw can throw a baseball 95 miles an hour and, you know, in 460 yeah, maybe, feet. But, maybe he yeah. can, but it's, it doesn't matter because he's... His hologram. His hologram just went blank. I, I, <laughs> I don't want to find out that these guys are actually dying this whole time I've been thinking they're holograms and then the billionaire turns around and says, like, all these people are actually being murdered now. That's not, you don't want to worry about that. Oh, I can promise gosh. you. You, you want to just look Keep the other running, way. Yeah. Uh, so all we got left here is Tiger, MJ, LeBron, Gretzky, Federer, and Phelps. Yes. So we got six, six left. Next event is enter a gauntlet of five random carnival dexterity games. Add up your scores across the five. Who who's walking hmm. away with the least animals, the least tickets, whatever you want to call it? Okay, from that, from that, whatever point. it is, pop a shot, throw darts, uh, yeah. shoot a gun in a clown mouth, the whole that yep. whole thing. Those oh. sort of games, five of them at random. Um, man, I'm not sure why, but I think I'm taking Federer out of this thing. Oh, sorry, strong. Strong disagree. He would be phenomenal at that stuff. I mean, this is a guy. He's got the best eye hand coordination in the in the group. He's he's tossing a ball and smacking it 125 miles an hour. With you know, I I think he'd be great at the uh, at that sort of stuff. But he's out. Yep, Roger's out. I so if I'm thinking about that one, I'm like, I'm a little worried about LeBron. Really? In there, I think I think. Uh, but my my guy that's out there is Phelps. Yeah, I think Phelps. I think he's too gangly. I think he's. Uh, I don't think he's gonna have the kind of uh, whatever you call it. Well, the, you like know. those arms. Imagine those arms with a little hose gun. He's basically got the nozzle yeah. in the clown mouth. You know, and then if that's true. if you have like a hammer, hit a hit a hit a a board with a hammer until the thing goes up and hits the bell on the top. He's dropping, yeah. you know, he's dropping that hammer like crazy on there. I, I think, think Papa shot, he'd probably skills, look like. His yeah. body is so weird. His body is so weirdly shaped. I don't think he's going to have the fine motor skills. For me, I think I think the guys that are the best at this are going to be like Gretzky's going to be phenomenal, right? He's got the hands of uh, the greatest hands ever. He's he control the, the stick and whatever. Tiger obviously can do. Uh, is going to be very, very tough here. I think MJ and LeBron are a little too big. They're huge guys. It's going to be a little harder to handle the the carnival atmosphere. Like LeBron only shoots 70% free throws, you know? Um, at, I, I love Federer in this event. But, at his but biggest, at his biggest and most muscular, obviously not height, but do you think is I, I just looks on TV. Tiger looked like a bigger dude than Michael. Michael looked like maybe, maybe just cause it was svelte and he's in a tank top or whatever, but Tiger looked linebacker size and Michael yeah. looked like wide receiver size to me. Like, 
Yeah, it depends on the time in his career because okay. Jordan definitely got into the weights in the early nineties. Okay, but, but certainly, like you look at Tiger around you know two thousand seven versus um, MJ when he was at UNC or the first few years on the Bulls. I agree, Tiger was way more Jack. Okay, you know he was. Uh, but uh, anyway, we're down to uh, we're, we're down to just Tiger, MJ, LeBron, Gretzky, and Phelps. Yeah, our final five. And the next thing is, it's something called, you're familiar with the punt, pass, kick. Yes. Right? This is called shoot, punt, pass, kick, then shoot again. <laughs> and what it is, is you got to make a free throw. Okay. Then you get a point one way or the other. Then you then you punt, pass, kick for a total amount of distance. That's the second part of this one. Okay. And then the last one is, you go out onto a rifle range, and you got to drill, you got 10 shots and you get a score there. So it's it's the combination of those three scores. So your 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 free throw shot, your punt pass kick, and your your uh, rifle. Ability. Okay. I think uh, I think the great one. I think the great one's gone on this one. We got adios to Wayne. Yeah. Gretzky. Just on the free throw, Jordan and Brown are going to be there. Like and 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 I, I I don't doubt that Gretzky's legs are super strong, but when it comes to like a punt or a kick or whatever, I think Phelps is going to have like some some real whip action on those 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 mm-hmm. swimming legs. Um, and I think the other guys can just figure it out. And some of it's just like not that these other guys aren't, but just like the will of people like Jordan and LeBron. Like they they yeah. seem to be able to summon weird magic to be able to get shit done like uh and tiger as well jordan and lebron in this one um i would probably have phelps out again i I would also be a little worried about tiger like he he's very strong and he's great at you know obviously anything with his hands but i i I worry a little bit that he's going to be great on the punt pass kick aspect of it yeah uh it might be a really good shot i could also see gretzky for some reason just being like an eagle eye uh shot during the during the rifle, but what do I know? I have no idea. All right, the next one, the next one. I think our basketball players are safe here, but maybe okay. Not. This is called the Little Morgan, and uh, named after the greatest jumping dog in history. Okay. And on, for this one, um, you run as fast as you can down a pier, and then jump off of a dock into a lake and have to catch a frisbee. And whoever can catch it the furthest out from the pier wins, and you get three tries. So you 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 have a you get the pick and they got like a gun that throws the frisbee basically perfect throw however far out you want so you got to combine the ability of like long jumping uh, with with the eye hand wow. coordination to catch a frisbee out of the air. I think uh, I think Eldrick is uh, is is out. Oh, see you later, Tiger. I think so. All right, so I believe we're down to just MJ LeBron and. Phelps. Two that I would have predicted, one that I probably would not have. And we have a pretty interesting uh, way <laughs> okay. to pull down. I'm not sure. I don't know that I would throw Phelps out of this next one, but okay. I, I don't know. Phelps would be have been gone multiple times for me by now. But <laughs> in order to determine the final two, we have an 18 holes on a challenging but pretty open, so not a ton of trees, Frisbee golf course. So you got a frisbee golf. Long, you got to be able to throw it a long way. You got to be accurate with your throw. There's a few spots where there's some tight trees, so you got to be accurate with the drive. But it's really a combination of being able to throw something a long way and being pretty accurate on the throw. And we got, we got 
MJ, LeBron, and uh, and Phelps. Who who who's the worst there? I'm taking out Bron. Yeah, I think I might too. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd probably take Phelps out, but I, MJ MJ was the safe one, wouldn't you think? Like, I think MJ so. Felt like the guy who's definitely safe there. Yeah, and then I could just—I don't know why. Like more than LeBron, I just pictured if possibly Phelps being able to whip a frisbee like three football fields. I don't know. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, going into the finals, it's (laughs) Phelps against MJ. And MJ, if we had started this thing when we started, I would have said MJ is going to win. Okay. I will now tell you, I think Phelps is not going to (laughs) win. But it's not up to me; it's up to you. Sounds good. Here are the here's the two out of three. All right. For for the championship, the first is bike thirty minutes on a peloton. Who has greater total output? Okay. So who who cranks out more in thirty minutes, all out, hard as you can go on a Peloton? And if you take Michael Jordan on that, you're out of your mind. I'm not. I'm taking Phelps on that and okay. that in that event. The the third one, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back. To okay. The so one. you think this is but Michael's the event? The second one is very exciting <laughs> to me. The third one is a karate fight. Michael. I agree. I I think. Now I'm not sure, but I think I, I just think Jordan's he's just stronger, right? He's and just, I mean, maybe felt I don't meaner. Know, I, I think Jordan meaner. <laughs> yeah, meaner, meaner. Yeah, I just think he's gonna he's gonna win a karate fight. Yeah, I, if it kills him. <laughs> yeah, but so this is interesting. So it all comes down to this. All right, you got to put a fifty pound weight in each hand. Ooh, okay, okay? and then you. Swim. Uh, no. And then you climb up flights of stairs until you say uncle. And you go however far, whoever walks further doing a, a like fireman's carry of 100 total pounds. It's like the world's <laughs> toughest grocery bag carry up flights of stairs. Is it Phelps who's like preternaturally strong like and has got th- these sort of muscles? Or is it Jordan who... I refuses you're, to lose to anybody ever at anything. Your sure as shit doesn't lose to people either. Your man, who would have been out probably at, way back at the carnival, is my yep. overall champion, Michael Flipper Phelps. I love it. All right, there we go. That was champions of champions. That was epic. That was epic. Thank you for that. Um, so here's my question that also has to do with champions. That was really good, Rush. Yes. Um. Oh, here's it starts here. Here's the situation. You are contacted by the championship expansion expansion criterion committee. They're going to start handing out some more championships in fields that haven't really had them before. So I will tell you what the championship is in and the number of criteria they're looking for. So they're not looking for the winner. They're just looking for the criteria on which they will be judged. So if, okay. if it's, you can make them events if you want to, or just qualities. So example, like if, if we were looking for the champion of catchers and it was five criteria, like mine would be arm, rely, being a reliable backstop, being able to handle a, a staff, power hitting. And for me, great facial hair. I want I want a okay. great stash or something. Um, champion of shakes, three criteria: thickness, flavor, length of time before melting. That's what that's what oh, I that's okay. what I want to like yes. judge great. it on. This is a great one. This great, is terrific. I so, love this. So we're looking for the champion of handwritten letters. Just two criteria. Okay. Uh, ooh, just two criteria. Two criteria. I want, 
uh, cursive penmanship. Okay. And quality of wax seal. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> so not much even about what the what is in the letter or the content or 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 what have you. Wonderful. I love no. it. I love it. No. Champion of teachers, two criteria. I am going to say two criteria. One is mission. Great. Two is balance. And what I mean by balance is Someone that can both connect to the kids as like in some ways a peer and a friend, but also okay. in some ways as an authority Maintain figure. Authority, and I think yeah. it's important that you that you walk that line effectively. Touchable but, but not touchable but not walk overable, I guess. Yeah. Yes. All right, Rush. The champion of being sexy five criteria. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, just physical looks. Okay. Like God, God given. You know. Great. Facial symmetry. hotness. Hot, just flat, flat out hotness. <laughs> Attractiveness. Great. And then fitness is fitness is two. Mm-hmm. Cool. Three is confidence. Great. Four is. Humility. Ooh, interesting criterion. Very nice. And five is the word I want to use is it, it's not going to sound like what I want. I was going to say energy. I don't mean it. I'm not looking for like somebody who's got to be high energy. Mm-hmm. What I'm looking for is this criteria that we've talked about a few times, which is this has got to be a person willing to get out and go and do and okay. achieve, like a do things. Right. So whatever a better word is than energy for that, like a willingness. <laughs> no, nah, I, I, but it's gotta be like, like to me, it's like, it's not, it's not going to be sexy. If, if no, you're not, if you're not, you know, out there, you know, I don't feel you, like it. It's like Schwadavive. Okay, is great, what I want. That's perfect. What I, want. I like the I like that the the fourth criteria boils down to like saying you're not sexy is sexy, you know? Yeah. Well, it's got to be because you got to because confidence is important, but you can't have arrogance and you can't be like uh, haughty and aloof. To me, that's a big that that that's a, that's a turnoff. Like. Whenever you get, you know, people are always like, oh, it turns out Heidi Klum is very nice and approachable, <laughs> and that helps and adds to it, right? Um, so I like this one, Rush. The champion of championship seasons. What may, what the best, like what goes into a perfect championship season, five criteria. First and foremost, degree to which you are superior to your opponents within that one season. Great. 
don't care so much about 16 and 0 as I care about like overall scoring margin difference, you know, that sort of thing. Yep. But, but number two is consistency. Okay. So, so you gotta have, you gotta have like kind of all of that there. Champion of championship season. So, uh, dominance is number one. That's a better way to put it, but that's my specific, what I mean by it. Number two is consistency. Number three is Heisman moment. Okay. Yep. I hear you. You gotta have that thing. You gotta have had that game where you came back. Yep. You know, or or, or the game where it was uh it was one versus two and you went on the road and you won by forty. Yeah. And everybody's like, Holy shit, what a performance, right? You gotta have that Heisman moment. Fourth, you need Panache. Okay, yeah. I hear the you. Chicago Bears. Yep. May not be the 85 Bears may not be one of the five best football teams ever. I, I would get thrown out of Chicago <laughs> for saying that, but they, they may well not be. But they are always remembered as one because you got Ditka, who's colorful character, and then they get the Super Bowl shuffle. They recorded it, it before should... they got there. Before, right? right? Like, yeah. <laughs> right. So dominance, consistency. Um, Panache. Panache. Heisman, uh, Heisman moment. moment. Yep. And... Um, it's a little unfair, but memorable finish. Okay. Yep. I hear you. Right. I hear like, you. Like, yep. like the Texas football team with the Vince Young Vince team, Young, yep. I think is a little overrated, but they are a little overrated because they were in the greatest college football game in the last 20 years. Probably there've been, there've been a lot of great ones. So that may not be true, but that USC Texas game, even though I was very, very hard rooting for USC. I, I can still go back and watch that a hundred times. What a great football game. And that elevates that, that Texas season to be more, to be more than it would have been if they had just come in like the prior year USC was, I, I think the prior year USC team was better than the Texas team the next year, but they went and beat Oklahoma 60 to 13 yep. or whatever. And you kind of forget because it wasn't a great championship game. The, the, even though it wasn't a championship game, when Leitner hit the unbelievable shot to beat Kentucky, in the elite eight, you know, and, and Leitner finished that game 10 for 10 from the field and 10 for 10 from the free throw line, that, that sort of moment in the championship buildup, you know, what it, it, people remember that Duke team forever because of that, you know, that's, sort of I, I was thinking when I was thinking about this, Dave Roberts. Yes. If, if, if the criteria were expanded, how deep would you have to go before one of your criteria was that one of the best athletes in that sport at the time is on that team or would that not come up? at at all i mean it happens naturally quite often but with something like the usa olympic team i don't know how deep you'd have to get until you said these are you know the first the highest of the best hockey players in the olympics at that time you know you might get to 20 before someone said mike ruzioni or 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 what have you but quite often it happens naturally you know it's not meaningless i because i was going to say like I mean, a fun one would be like character on the bench, you know, that's, uh-huh, that's right. kind of fun when, when you have the, like the guy that's friends with Dennis Rodman and everybody's like, who the hell is this Jack guy? Haley? Yeah, that's Jack. That's Jack Haley. <laughs> yeah. Jack Haley. And, uh, but you, you know, like that LeBron title over the warriors. I mean, there are a bunch of things I didn't say that came out of that one, like that championship season quality of opponent defeated in finals uh-huh. through the roof, yep. 73 win team. Um, Amazing performance by an individual, LeBron, 
uh, amazing performance by the person who was the best in their field at that time, you know, LeBron. But like, I, I don't, I, I, you know, obviously if I had a week, I, I would change my top five. I hear but I'm not sure I would put that one in. There. I think one, one, two that struck me and we'll move on because we're, we're getting late, but is uh, like adversity that some weird adversity hits that, you know, like, that you overcome like the Red Sox world series, uh, the year that like the, uh, the Boston bombing, the, the Boston marathon bombing happened, you know, that, that yep. there was something like your, you know, your second best Katrina, player goes down, right. Your second best player breaks a leg, you know, or whatever. And you still, you know, there's something that you overcome along the, along the yeah. way as well. That, like, that one's great. That one might even be in my top five, you know, again, back to the LeBron down three, one against uh-huh. the 73 win team, you know, or, um, the Red Sox down 3 0. Uh, you know, the, the incredible comeback certainly matters. Um, overcoming the odds. For me, for me, like, if you overcome the odds, that's one of the great sporting moments. But it's not one of the great championship seasons. Like, if an 18 wins the NCAA tournament, I'd be like, wow, what an awesome event. Yeah. That wouldn't be like a great season because you, for me, you have to start with that one and two, which is you had to be dominant all year. You had to be consistent, and if you weren't, then I can't rank you truly one of the great seasons of all time. Right. Last one on this rush. Most criteria. Seven criteria. The champion of comedians. Do you want your comedians to be able to be in movies? Do you want them to all you know have done stand up uh, for your for your champion of comedians? What do you want? Seven criteria. Relat- relatability, just flat out. Uh, funniness uh two uh three would be um you know i was gonna say versatility i don't think so i don't think you, yeah. i don't think that's like a big part of it really um so three will be um longevity okay. right you got to be able to like you can't be a one-trick pony that, that disappears over time and really remain up there um so instead of versatility i will say uh, a- a- applicability across mediums okay right okay uh, I do think that matters. Um, uh, absolutely. Maybe even number one, simply charisma, right? Like you gotta like, you know, and, and by charisma, I'll, I'll also say, um, maybe I'll make it the next one. I'll say, uh, uh, uniqueness, something like that, yep. right? Like somebody that really, you know, and then, and then these are all kind of blending together, but my last one would be like, um, you know, uh, like knows their own and communicates their own voice, right? Like, yeah. you ha- like you were talking about the people you find interesting, like those people are it, it, the best comedians, like the, the, the dime a dozen type guys that I watch and I say, yeah, you're good, but I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not buying a ticket to come see your show. They feel like other people and I don't feel like they're telling me, you know, who they are and, and why they're special and why I should, with my limited amount of time and the millions of comedians that I could, that I could watch, uh, you know, take a guy you don't like that much, Chevy Chase, right? Like right. Chevy Chase had this just sense of who he was and, you know, he was incredibly arrogant and everything else, but he, he, he knew, he knew what his voice wanted to be and he didn't really seem to care that he wasn't doing something exactly like anybody else. And blah, blah, blah. Bill Murray's like that. Eddie Murphy and everybody, you know, the yeah. greats are, they all have their own style. Beautiful. Uh, all right. Here's the situation. Yes. Oh, baby. We're back with another <laughs> food draft. It's me, Nick Delicious. I'm here with the fat.
best in the business, TJ Jagodowski. He and I have done, I don't know, 60, 65 of these food drafts <laughs> together. And I got to tell you, he gets it, better with age like a fine wine. Nick, is there is the there breakfast. any food left? Is there any food left, Nick? Uh, well, yeah. What great thing about the food drafts is uh, we, we reload them from time to time, uh, year to year. But uh, here we're back with a, one of the more controversial topics, and that is breakfast foods. Mm. Uh, we're in the full-on breakfast food draft at uh, Lenny, Lenny Dinner Time. Uh, Lenny Dinner Time with the first pick uh, is, uh, is just moments away from making the pick. And I'm going to start out with TJ asking you, hey, give me, uh, what, what are you thinking if you had the first pick here? Where, where are you leading on all sorts of breakfast foods? Let me remind you a couple of the rules about the breakfast foods. Each of the meats is its own category. You can get each of the meats, so the, you, know, you can't say pork and okay. bacon yep. and sausage and ham and all that. But uh, uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes to bread, different types of breads, you can uh, those are different. So, like a waffle is different than a pancake, for instance. Uh, you can't just say bread and get all the bread. Toast, uh, uh, toast, different than an English muffin kind of thing. Or uh, that's right. Okay, English muffins its own Great. category. So the, the breads are pretty specific when it comes to the breakfast draft. Yep. Uh, and then of course there's the uh, there's the odd. Uh, part of the breakfast draft, which is for the most part kind of sliced fruit, which could be a part of a lot of people's breakfasts. Uh, part of the fruit draft and uh, has been uh, uh, disallowed. Oh, okay, gotcha. The breakfast draft. So if you're taking pineapple early on, like I might be, uh-huh. eat a lot of pineapple. <laughs> on bread, uh, I'll tell you that's that's not available. Good so, to know because fruit about, fruit would have been in my top five. Uh, I'm guessing. So that's good. That's that's very good to know. That's very good to know. Oh yeah, yeah. Good to say. So what if you if you had the first pick? It's drafted. And just as a reminder, if none of you, if some of you listeners have never heard of food draft, what's going to happen is we got eight eight contestants here, uh, and and they are going to draft four four types of breakfast food, and that's the only breakfast food they can eat the rest of their life. Hmm. So they got to make good picks. They got to have good variety. They got to have a good balance to what they pick up. And once something's gone, it's gone. Yep. You can't. Nobody else can pick it. Yep. I I, I tell you, I, I think I think my first pick off the board more than likely because you can do it so many ways. Uh, it can be incorporated in other things. I think I'm starting with eggs. I think I'm taking eggs. You know, like there's there's a lot of ways to do them. You can poach them, hard boil them. You know, obviously scramble over easy, over hard. You can use them as part of something else. So I think I think I start with eggs. You know, I think yeah. That's and there's really and there's not there's not an easy egg replacement. You know what I mean? Like mm. you, you, if you don't get eggs, what are you gonna get? Yeah, I think yeah. I could get a meat in the second round. And and the only other thing, and this is again personal taste, but because it's so wide. And I think this is just one thing. My my second pick would probably be cereal. It's an easy, quick, you know, a lot of different flavors, a lot of different types. You can yeah. be a little naughty with it. You can be pretty healthy with it. But I would probably go with something something like that. Something I like, like it. That. Well, you've given two great options. Let's see what Lenny Dinnertide is. Well, he's, out, he's at the podium and he's handed it up. And the commissioner of the Food Draft League is coming for And Lenny Dinnertide has picked eggs. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great call. A lot of places to yeah. go. And, and I love... I love leaving yourself flexibility with a first round pick and eggs. You can, you have a lot of flexibility for a second yeah. round, for a third round. I, I, I mean, right. it's not necessarily my flavor. I don't necessarily love starting the day with meat, but I feel like I could get a side meat, you know, a little bit down the road. I, you know, I, I feel like I could get yeah. whatever's left, a ham or, you know, whatever's still banging around by then. So uh, there's no, there's, I, I think that's great analysis. I think it's great analysis. And I got to say, uh, his, his last name may be dinner time, but he hmm. knows breakfast. He, he does breakfast. Right for, he sure does. He went right for what you said. Even Lenny dinner time might say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Yeah. And I, I will tell you this. Uh, the next man, what he picks is, is going to be no surprise because uh, the second pick, we'll wait on the pick, but we know what it's going to be. And that is Gary Mancake, 
the man who loves pancakes. <laughs> He's got second pick. Gary Pancake, the man who loves pancakes. And he is up there, and his second pick is Waffles. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. It's Pancakes. Yeah. That's no surprise. Gary Mancake, the man who loves pancakes, is taking pancakes number two. I'm sure he was happy to have the second pick. I'm sure he's happy to see eggs go. The man loves pancakes. Yeah. I'm not in love with yeah, the pancakes. What, what are your thoughts on the pancakes? I'm not there? in love with it. I'm not in love with it. Um, it's it's a, it's a, I don't know. I don't know if you can have, can you have pancakes three times in the same week? Uh, I don't think you should have it once. You know I mean, what I mean? Know, like, I mean, it's it's almost like a it, it, you know it's not quite to a special occasion breakfast, but it's a heavy start to to a day, oh, yeah. and it's not a good warm weather beginning. You know, like yeah. it's and it's also a little it can be a little labor intensive too. You know, like, as far as you know, mixing, getting the griddle going, and whatever if you're doing it at home. Okay. I don't I don't love I don't love the I don't love the pick. It's it's a, without a doubt a classic. I probably mentioned this in the in the past, mm-hmm. TJ, but I, I just feel like the first three four bites of pancakes is bliss. Yeah, and then and then it's just a dry bread bomb, and I don't I don't care for it. Yeah, and Mrs. Delicious, uh, she always uh, she when I order, I say I'm gonna have a stack of pancakes. She says make that one. Okay, because I mean, he's gonna complain <laughs> right, about right it. Here. She doesn't she doesn't like hearing <laughs> me gripe about pancakes. But uh, next up, uh, so you you'd be looking at cereal. We've got Fantasia. Okay, she's up next. Her name is Fantasia. She's uh, uh, she's got the next pick, and uh, you know, uh, could could go a number of different ways yeah. here. But uh, still, she's a lot of up to the podium. A lot of options. She knew she knew pancakes were going to on the board. Yeah, right. She didn't have her eyes on that. All right, her pick uh, number three is uh, cheese. Fantasia's go with cheese is the third pick. What do you think about that? What? Go what? with cheese. Cheese. Yeah, you mix it with a lot of different things. You know, I mean, if you don't get cheese, you don't have cheese. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Um, maybe she's seeing something I'm not. Uh, but but boy, did you just rely real hard on on your next few picks, and you know, like you may not have a lot of complimentary cheese items left come <laughs> come down the road here. That's a bold. It's a bold call. It's, I mean, it's it's really counting on you know you you're gonna need like a meat and a muffin. Good yeah, lord, or like an yeah, muffin type thing or toast. But hell, before something to swing back your way, right? Before if if before this wraps around, sausage, toast, English muffins and stuff are all gone. You you just got you know maybe maybe she's from Europe. Maybe maybe she's a European gal, a Fantasia. You yeah. know where they have a lot of like kind of charcuterie starts to the day. Maybe she just needs. Uh-huh. A, some cheese and nuts. I, I get, I mean, like, I would never even think of this as a breakfast food, you know? Like, I, yeah. I've seen it on breakfasts, on breakfast sandwiches, but I just wouldn't even think I of think it. I think of a breakfast sandwich. It's a staple yeah. of a breakfast sandwich. I don't, I don't yeah. disagree with you. It's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a left field pick. Sure. I disagree, or in an omelet, but eggs are gone. You know? Eggs are gone. Yeah. Eggs are gone. If eggs I see back, eggs I go. If Lenny dinner time wasn't like, oh, oh, what are you doing? Man. I mean, why are you breaking up my cheese omelet? Yeah. If I see eggs go. I'm cheese is getting bumped off my board, you know, oh, wow. it's a natural, it's a natural pairing. It's probably its best pairing there. And if I see eggs go early, then cheese is like, you can get cheese late. Yeah. I don't know. I, I got, I, mean, I feel like cheese is not a part of that many of the items in the breakfast menu. And I, I got to tell you, I, I don't I, see I, it. I, I, I hear you. I hear what you say. Yeah. And next up, and who knows what's going to happen here. We got purple, purple, the cartoon dinosaur. He's a big okay. he's a cartoon dinosaur. He's uh, Interesting. Uh, I'm interested to see what he considers breakfast food. Yeah, he's gone with bacon. Oh, regular breakfast food. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I can't hate the pick. 
I can't hate the pick. It's you know I think if I think if you ask a hundred people, what are your top three things you think of breakfast food wise? Bacon's gonna be there, and you know yeah. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I mean, ba- yeah, you know, bacon and eggs—that's the classic yep. B and E. I mean, for, for for my cousin, it's breaking and entering. We've mm-hmm. been having. Oh no! Them, but but for yeah, for most folks, uh, B and E is a bacon and eggs, and uh, that that's a good pick. You can't say otherwise. I, uh, it's halfway. It gets Holly. it gets you halfway there. It gets you halfway there in a lot of different in a lot of different ways. I hope he's able oh. to find. I hope he's able to find a compliment. You know, um, pancakes right. is probably the only one. I mean, sometimes eggs, but probably pancakes is the only. You got to stand alone there. You got there. There's your breakfast. You know, the That's others right. are usually complimentary pieces. Certainly, cheese. I still don't see it. I, I tried. Well, I tried right. to find That's it again. A great point about pancakes because I, I we we were a little hard on that pick, but it is true mm-hmm. that you've got your uh, you, pancake stands alone. And now Gary Mancake can go any way he wants. Uh, he he better because because that's a that's a one once a week kind of breakfast at oh, most. Yeah, you yeah. got to get a staple. You got to yeah. get something. You got to get some basic. Yeah. That. I will say though, bacon. Uh, you know, you can you can. I mean, there's a there's a plethora of things you can mix with bacon. I'm not mm-hmm. worried about purple Nurple being mm-hmm. able to hit yep. something that fits with the bacon on the other way. I hear. You. All right, Norm Holly is up. Okay. Good luck, Norm. Norm Holly. Norm has gone with potatoes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Now let me ask you this: It's um something like if if he has his eyes set on a on a corned beef hash, he's got to pick up corned beef separate, right? And, That's right. Okay. That's right. But, All right. But he can make hash browns. He can make deep fried potatoes. Yep. He can have uh, uh, he can have uh, you know any 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 type of breakfast potato you want. Yep. But like uh, again, just for the hash browns alone. You, you, I kind of yeah. like that pick. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. It's a nice starchy building block. It's you know, it's it's substantial for for whatever reason. Doesn't feel as overpowering and heavy as something like a pancake. I don't, I don't mind the pick. I don't, I'm not, I'm not hating yeah. on that pick. Yeah, now it, kind of a you sneaky, gotta, you're like a sneaky pick. Cereal in, should have been picked. I, I, I feel like that's what I, I certainly would have had cereal if I was if if I saw eggs go. I certainly would have run right, right run right to cereal. Well, next up, we got Dougie Poots picking in his classic six hole. Oh, actually, let, uh, oh no! Before, let me ask this before I yeah probably lose my mind about Dougie <laughs> Poots's pick. Um, cereal? Do you have to get milk separately? Can we consider the the beverages? Yeah, milk and o- everybody gets wonderful. to keep milk and OJ. You're wonderful, good with that. wonderful. You're good with that. So, yeah, cereal seems like a great pick to me. I'm a little, I'm a little surprised, but uh, uh, you know. Uh, they they should have consulted you before this draft, but they didn't. I, I don't hate the potatoes pick. I will say that. I don't either. Um, sneaky. It's a sneaky breakfast pick. Oh my god, Dougie Poots oh, has boy. gone off the off the rails here. Even Dougie for Poots him. Even a, for him. It's a surprise pick, in my opinion. What is it like? Uh, licorice? What did he do? It's he's gone with jelly. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, I'm hoping, I swear to effing God, I hope the next nine picks in a row are every breakfast bread that's offered. I hope everyone, I hope he ends up with a pot of jelly to eat each morning, (laughs) that he brews a nice tea and just has to bare hand his way into a jar of Smucker's Concord grape and make do until a sensible lunchtime. This is... He's doing it on fucking purpose because this. I don't know. I 
I love it. I'll briefly play. I mean, it's a terrible pick, but I'm going to play devil's advocate. And Don't just say this. If he loves jelly, which is an odd, odd thing to begin with there, he, he's got another pick and just five more picks. There's, there's going to be a type of bread. He can put that jelly on. Miss, Mr. Delicious. Yeah. If Dougie doesn't take jelly in the God help him seventh slot of the day, Right? Six. Six slot of the Six day. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, the, these are my other notes. In the sixth slot of the day, when do you think Jelly goes? I don't think... I would 40th? Draft. Yeah. Yeah, I would say maybe maybe a fourth-round pick from somebody that has a great one, two, three and is, is, is in a spot where they can play around a little bit with the fourth pick. You know? Good but God. I, I, I mean, that is not a top, that is not a top 20 pick. No. no. In no world. In no, in no world except... Poots Pootsville. Is this yeah. is this a top anything pick? What I mean, a... that's the thing about Poots is he takes what he wants. I mean that Oh, the thing about shocker. Poots, there's multiple things about multiple yeah. things about Poots. Oh god. Uh, next up we've got uh while we've been talking, uh, the next pick has oh, uh, already okay. been made a little while ago. That's Daphne Montenegro. Okay. And she's gone with waffles. Man, oh man. Go with waffles. And next up is Merrill. Streepless Nights. Okay, that is a uh, it's a Meryl Streep cover actress. Oh, you know, there are cover bands that cover certain bands. This is a Meryl Streep cover actress. She does uh, no one does. the the finest cover actress in the universe. Absolutely, if there oh, Meryl Streepless Nights, the best. And she has selected series. There it is. About last two picks. There. Let's talk about Daphne Montenegro and the Waffles and Meryl Streepless Nights. With the cereal. Waffles, I waffles. Like that cereal pick. I love the cereal pick. I, I, I can't believe it was still on the board. Um, the, it, like I said, it is so, um, so multifunctional. It's, it's just, it's great. I think cereal is just perfect there. Um, waffles, I feel, you know, in many ways, quite similar to, to, to pancakes. It's, it, they're not as heavy as pancakes, but I still don't see with your first pick, picking something that you really don't, I don't, I, you know, and, Depending on your lifestyle, I really don't see taking up more than one day of of breakfast. You know, like I want something that I could have three times a week, I think, and be pretty be pretty happy with it. It can, you know, it can be part of something heavier. It can be light. It can be whatever. And cereal and eggs yeah. both do that, at least for me. They can be part of a big breakfast, or they can be part of just a quick, you know, just enough to get up, just enough to get up and go. So it just seems like. It's 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 not to the same degree as jelly. I'm not pretending that it is, mm-hmm. but it just seems like a pick where you're saying, I'm I'm taking I'm taking the cherry on top before I built this. There's, yeah, there's so much still to do now in your last three rounds as the as things get thinner and thinner and thinner, there's still so much to accomplish in your in your dessert. Like if if jelly is on there, then I'm assuming syrup is is gonna have to be a draftable item. That's right. I mean, somebody's who can pick syrup. It's got, and we're gonna have a battle and between not, the right. waffle and the pancake. Now, someone is screwed. Someone yeah. is screwed, and you automatically leave yourself open to get botched like that as soon as you make that your first. As soon as you make that your first pick, I uh, couldn't agree more. That's why they call him the best in the business. He, he's always thinking about. I got four picks, and I gotta have good balance. Mm-hmm. And 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 Meryl Streepless nights is right back. If I was wrapping around with Meryl right now, I'd tell you I'd go sausage just to have a nice, just to have a nice, real substantial, real substantial meat there. You can do still do a lot of play. That's where I would go. I'd go meat for her. Well, I hate to disappoint you. Mm, don't so I won't. She took sausage. Honest to God, great pick. Oh, 
way down there at eight, and she's got the she's got the tiger by the tail. Wonderful. She just wheeled cereal and sausage. I mean, in your in your world, could she go home now and still probably have a top three draft? I think I mean, without even two more picks. I want I want something. I think I think somewhere in three and four, I still want something light and fresh. Something you know, something because sausage is going to be you know it's dank and a little bit salty. Cereal is is you know is um is great is what I wanted, but it's packaged and whatever. I would look for something fresh, like yogurt, like something like that. Yep. Yep, yeah, something something be, tangy, that would be uplifting. A steal if it's still yep. there mm-hmm. at uh, at twenty four, but we won't find out because, as you know, we only do the first two two rounds Indeed. on the TV here. But uh, uh, next up, Daphne Montenegro's got waffles, and I don't think you're gonna you'd be thrilled with this pick. She's come back with onions. Holy Christ! Holy, yeah, cr- what is she building? Don't know. <laughs> no, no, I could understand it if Norm Holly had done it with potatoes. Sure, she just botched, yeah. Montenegro doing? She just kind of deflavored those those uh those hash browns and uh and hash a little bit, but my god, what are you? This is a confusing mess. You, you know, you got to get a hammer and wood in these first two rounds and she got a she got a, you know, a toilet seat and an outlet. She, there's you know, I don't see anywhere there, there's no house being built here, you know? <laughs> There's no house being built here. This is this. It's a mess. It's a mess. I, I, right oh now, God. I'd rather be Dougie Poots. Listen to me carefully. I'd rather be Dougie than Daphne at this point in the draft. Oh my God! I gotta say, we're gonna put that on the T-shirt for this. Holy uh, Christ! She's got a toilet seat and outlet is what she started this draft with. That is a disaster. Oh. That is a true disaster with the onions pick. I, I don't know what she's planning on the way back. I, you can't make an omelet. You can't make a hash brown. What, what, you, what is she putting the onions in? Good lord! I don't know. Unless she's got some weird savory waffle recipe that I've never that I've never heard of. I don't. I don't know what she's doing. I mean, I look know. look at how good. If Dougie just goes toast here, look at how much better he looks than Daphne after two rounds. Yeah. He's all he well, has Dougie to do is go bagel or toast or something right here now. Dougie Poots is at the podium, huh. and he's handed it off. I swear to God, I put and... a bullet in my head if he says jam. <laughs> Dougie Poots has picked sliced bread. Okay. He's picked sliced bread. He <laughs> I did can't what be- you wanted him to do there. He's got a jelly and a toast. He's at least building something that makes sense. Now, I will say this. He's wasted his first two picks oh, oh, on, yeah. a, on basically a side item. Yeah. He's got, he has his side. Yeah. And if if, if, if this is what he wanted to do, all he had to do was move sliced bread to round one. That's fine. You can build a lot of stuff with sliced bread. That's your wood. Drop jelly to round four and make a damn sandwich in rounds two and three. Pick up, pick up a meat or pick up, you know, and then go ahead, grab onions or tomato or whatever, whatever else. Something you can, you know, certainly in two, three that you can also use, um, in their own combination. But he, I mean, maybe he, maybe he knows what he wants to get to, but he's doing it in entirely the wrong order. And I got it. It worked out for Bell Street, who's uh, who's done great with the cereal oh. and sausage. But I, I I do think I'm a little surprised because I thought like somebody with cheese. I could see taking cheese once you have bread. Once sure. you've got a good bread, yeah. then maybe you do it. Yeah. But uh, the way it's all broken down, it's a little crazy. Yeah, you got a mustache and no face. I, I it's 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 a it's a fakakta pick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Norm Holly is up. And good he's luck, back Norm. Up potatoes with peppers. He's got the the, the mm. variety of peppers. Mm, don't love it. Yeah, 
It's a little too. Yeah, it's a little too narrow. I don't love it there. I I could have seen a bread. I could have seen ham. You know, I I, I could mm-hmm. see. I could see any of the other any of the other uh, breakfast meats I might be missing. But I I don't know, man. You're halfway. You're halfway to one thing here. You know, or all the I way. Will say, though, he can he can make a uh, a scramble that you could eat frequently. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Yeah, I will say, but, a simple one. Uh, but, a simple one, you know. And yeah, you're. I I don't know. I I don't love it. He's got he's got his maybe his eyes on a, like a potatoes O'Brien going here, but uh, uh-huh. I don't I don't love the pick. I think I think the dinosaur is in decent shape here with bacon. Well, Maripol Maripol, the cartoon dinosaur, mm-hmm. is going to back up bacon with oatmeal. Okay, okay, okay. Not terrible. I I I I, I, I mean. I would have liked to have seen maybe a maybe a bagel there, English muffin there. I could see a regular muffin. I could see a Danish. I could see you know any of that corn muffin, uh, any of the any blueberry, any of those muffin types. I would have liked yeah. to have seen more. But bacon and oatmeal is 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 solid. You, I, I think third round will make or make or break this make or break this draft. Here. But but Mr. Jagodowski, let let me play devil's advocate on that point. But yep. cuts. You just named about five or six bread types yep. that one of them is likely to get back to him in the third round. Mm-hmm. Whereas oatmeal, as uh, oatmeal fits with the cereal category in terms of something I could eat five, six, seven days if I had to. Mm-hmm. There's not so many things where you can really lock down, hey, I've got a solid day after day breakfast as as oatmeal yeah I mean, cereal certainly I, ahead of oatmeal in that regard but oatmeal's got to be pretty high it, it's pretty good i i just have it and maybe it's the time of year win right now i have it as a uh, a cold weather kind of in my head a good cold weather one yeah. it's part of the reason i love cereal i think you can do it all year round you know you can have yeah. you know you can have that summertime um or whatever is still refreshing so yeah i don't dislike it i think it's i think it's strong but i think the third pick really really solidifies that this as an a draft or uh you know uh, it could be could end up being B minus draft depending on three and four. Got it. Fantasia, uh, Fantasia needs to do some real work here. Real work yeah, needs Fant- to be done. Fantasia kicked it off with cheese and she's back with muffins. Running with muffins and uh, what are your thoughts there? Does muffins include English muffins? No, it's uh, English muffin is a side. It's a special, a special, but you get pretty much all the other type of muffins. Man, this may as well be waffles and onions to me, man. Uh, I I, yeah. I don't. You got a you got a savory item, and now you got a sweet. I, I don't I don't see it. Not when, not when you could have. I mean, forgive me, Mister Delicious. You're a fan of like cheesy toast and stuff like that, are you? I love it. Oh, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. So you get it. You know, get your English muffin there. Get your bagel there. Like if you get an English muffin there, and then you get you know there's a meat left in three. Then there was a method to the madness or something like that. Yeah. I I, I think I would have taken I would have taken ham. And then, and sure. then wield no. some sort of bread. Yep. So now I got a ham and cheese sandwich, and I, you know what? I see, yep. I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm I doing think okay. Fantasia really risks. Well, unless she's planning on wrapping around syrup in a third round, I, you know, I, I'd be shocked if Daphne doesn't get it the next time. Although, who knows what the hell she's doing? Uh, well, Fantasia will get a pick before Daphne. Yep. On, on that, but I, I think syrup is dead because Mancake's picking twice before it comes back. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so uh gary pancake the man who loves pancakes started with pancakes and his uh, second pick is chicken go with chicken have the chicken. chicken and waffle type thing but chicken and pancakes apparently oh okay 
Yeah. I, I like again, this is this is just not a food I think of as a as a breakfast food. I'm trying to think if I've ever had a nice, nice hunk of chicken to start the day. I don't know if I have. You know, maybe there's maybe there's something there, but boy, it's it's another potentially heavy heavy ingredient on a on a on a heavy start. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And uh and, and we got our last pick coming and then of course I'll ask you to give them some winners and losers of the first two rounds. Uh but Lenny dinner time kicked it off with eggs and so just got what a great I mean what a awesome. nice position to be in. And uh if you are Lenny dinner time, what do you what are you picking here uh to, to mix with your eggs? Me, I'm still I, I'm going one of two things. I'm going ham or I'm going I'm going a bread item. I'm going an English muffin so I can, you know, have a kind of a little breakfast sandwichy thing going there but i'm i'm going either bread or bread or ham and he took ham he did that's nice that's nice he's got eggs and, ham, and he's got the next pick to start the next round and you know he's taking a bread then you know pancakes taking syrup and then it's he's going from set. there he's so, set tell me we, we got winners and losers you know top top who's the best two or three position right now and who are the worst two or three position after two rounds of the breakfast trap i love where meryl streepless is sitting right now i love it i i i think that was that's great and lenny dinner time they're, they're unassailable winners they're, those are a plus a plus drafts after the first two rounds um can't go home just yet as, as you were saying is that i think yeah. third third seals the deal but those they are in perfect perfect position um Waffles and onions just baffles baffles me. Daphne <laughs> oh, baffles me. I Daphne, didn't think oh after boy. after Dougie started with jelly, I didn't think there'd be anyone who could come in who could slide in underneath <laughs> that. But but but, the, but they did. Daphne Daphne definitely did, and I do not know. I do not know what Fantasia is doing with cheese and, <laughs> and muffins, muffins. You know, and there's no third pick that makes I, sense. You know. Muffins. And onions, I can tell you that right now. Even like, if she went with they... a scone, you know, scones, I think I've seen cheese and scones or something, but good Lord, it's just, I, it, I, I, I don't see, I don't see, I don't, <laughs> I don't see the logic in it. I'd say the one where we differ a little bit is to me, Burple Durple, the cartoon dinosaur, he's right there. He's right there. It may be in third, but mm-hmm. not far behind with, I hear you. with bacon and oatmeal. I yep. mean, that's a very nice start. I'd say, I'd say with, I, I'd agree with you that that's, that's clearly your third, your third best draft on the board. I would say that for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Hey, uh, thanks so much. Uh, once again, we're, we're the food draft and uh, we'll be back with uh, another one at some point soon, but uh, we got to let you go. We'll, uh, we'll find out later who, uh, who did well in round three. Always great seeing you, Nick. Uh, you too. All right. Rush. Here's the, here's the last one. We'll do we'll, right. This is the last one. Yes. Okay. We'll do it. We'll do it fairly, fairly quickly. Here's the situation. Rush. I'm going to name some champions and uh, a meal of the day. I want you to tell me what you think they ate for that meal. Cool. Ken yep. Jennings, Ken Jennings, champion, Jeopardy champion, breakfast. What's a Ken Jennings breakfast look like? I bet he has, uh, I bet he has a little bit of orange juice. I've heard that that's good for uh, stimulating the mind, although he does have a long day, but they told us to have orange juice before the bar exam. Oh, really? Uh, and then I bet he had like something, something hearty because you go in and tape like a lot of those uh, Jeopardies at once. So I'm going to say he had like a, a bowl of uh, oatmeal. Um, and along with the orange juice and threw in, uh, threw in some water to, uh, you know, help, help <laughs> sure. so the orange juice isn't so acidic. So that skin and, shows up beautifully on camera, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe a, a piece of toast with a little tiny pat of butter just as a little, uh, uh, he likes to have a little flair. Nice. A little, so, little carb, a little carb load before he, before he 
yeah. beat you with his brains. Um, speaking of beating brains, heavyweight champion of the world, Mike Tyson. What's a Mike Tyson brunch look like? Oh, Tyson goes hard. <laughs> goes hard at the brunch. Uh, you may have heard of something called the... Uh, the, the, the Burden and Taylor. Oh, the, I have. Uh, I have heard. Uh, yes. Or the, uh, the hobo. Uh, Hobo's banquet. Hobo banquet. <laughs> I, it's basically like that. I, I think I think Tyson, when he's getting to that brunch, I, I think he's doing one of these things where he's like a Vegas buffet where it's like. It's basically it's like a big plate of like uh, French toast with syrup all over it and like some good fatty bacon. OK. Like all along. And it's like almost like a swamp of all that. But then he also has king crab legs all over the place, too. So he's got like a bucket. Some stir fry. Some stir fry rice. (laughs) I think that's that's what he did. All right. How about now He-Man? He's the master of the universe, so I'm assuming he's a champion. Um, He-Man, for one of our favorite meals, Rush, a sensible lunch. Oh, sensible lunch for He-Man? Yeah. Ah. That's going to be uh, 12 ounces of barbecued chicken breast. Because okay. he's, got, he's got a ton of muscle, so he has to eat a ridiculous amount protein. of protein. And then he has a side, uh, a, a very large but sensible, uh, it's a spinach salad with a very oh. light smattering of like a, a cherry vinaigrette oh. dressing that is low calorie. I love I love He-Man. I love the way He-Man's treating himself. Um, Bernie Sanders, who he champions causes... So he's yep. he's the champion. Uh, Bernie Sanders birthday dinner. Yeah, he's a champion of losing presidential uh, <laughs> primaries. As he's well. a champion. Yeah. Um, so his birthday dinner. Yeah. So that's a little. That's going to be a little like Djokovic, where like when Djokovic wins a Grand Slam, he has one beer. You know, like he, <laughs> he, he allows himself to, to loosen up. I don't think Bernie Bernie doesn't strike me as a guy who cares too much about what food he eats. You yeah. Know? I hear so you. I think like. I think on the on the on the birthday he does the one thing where he pulls out the like you know the faint his favorite meal maybe it's like I don't want to talk about syrup but we we're in Vermont so you know it's hard not to reference some syrup so I think he's gonna have I think what he's gonna do though is he's gonna have um, certainly doesn't strike me as a steak guy so I I, I think he's gonna have a like a, a like a I don't know, like uh, a pretty basic, uh, like kind of flavorless meal, but he's going to follow <laughs> it up with a bowl of ice cream with some Hershey sauce oh, nice. on the top of it. Nice. And that's his like treat for himself. <laughs> I don't know why I and thought, because maybe it's just on our head from the draft, but like, oh, for his birthday, he just has like honeycomb cereal for, for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just is like, and just a huge, huge bowl <laughs> right. of, of Frankenberry. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right, last one, Rush. Joey Chestnut, uh, eating champion. Joey Chestnut, Coney yeah. Island, Nathan's Hot Dog, eating champion. Joey Chestnut, midnight snack. Yeah, so he's got to like he's got to put in the work, you know, to stretch <laughs> that right. stomach to be able to do seventy four <laughs> hot dogs in twelve minutes. Or six minutes. I don't even know how long it is. Whatever it is, absolutely disgusting. Don't enjoy watching that, but it is uh, kind of amusing that it exists. <laughs> I think for a midnight snack, chestnut. He's like, he does one of two things. Okay. Right? If he's not in like training shape, he's like, hey, look, I got to kind of manage. 
pitch the figure a little bit, you know, like I'm not, he's not a huge guy. And so if he's outside of training, midnight snack is, uh, it's, it's really not all that. Uh, it's, 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 he just slides in and grabs like a couple pieces of beef jerky just to tie it over. over okay. The nice. Yeah. However, if he's in training, he does, he goes to Taco Bell and he buys one of those 30 packs and, and then, and then he goes over to White Castle and he gets a crazed case of 30, uh, cheeseburger sliders. And then he just goes left-hand taco, right-hand slider, bing, bang, boom, bang, boom, over the course of uh, drives, half an hour. Drives with his, drives with his knees on the way home and just... Bang, bang, bang. Yep. And he calls it the ESPN because it's 30 for 30. Ah, nice. He's got 30 of each of them. And he just <laughs> Very nice. Well, we'll end with that. You weren't wrong, Rush. Those those uh, those situations were, were boffo, man. Oh, it was um, So we thank Nate for producing. Julie, who did our music. Emily, who did our artwork. If you want to get Rush and I, we're at Here's the Situation Podcast at gmail.com. Um, that probably, probably concludes our Vonnegut twofer. Yeah, that's I, my I, guess. I would love to hear first read, I guess, uh, from anyone who <laughs> who does the uh, uh, sorry the champion of champions take the, take those events, do their own elimination. I'd love to hear who other people's champions were. For you, it was Michael Phelps. I might do it on my own to see who I would have picked. Um, it won't be Federer, even though like I uh-huh. wish it would I be, hear. but it won't be. He might go and, a little further uh, than he might in some other people's on yours, though. Yeah. Yeah, but I would love to hear uh, from from others about do their own elimination and let me know who wins their golf. Thank you guys very much. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.